So as soon as you're ready, we can start. Yeah, I'm ready. All right then. Oh, I do this permanently, don't. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I run a 24 by 7. I'm operating in at least one, two, three, four different countries. And what's that like? Simultaneous. It's easy. Really? <laughs> I've been doing it for years, so, you know. Do you think okay. there's a generational divide between, I mean, millennials and your generation in terms of work ethic and stuff like that? I mean, you're talking about going at 24-7. I, I, I think it's just a personality thing. It's not even generational or no. anything. You know, um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, you know, um, Instagram I use for food if you follow me. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> LinkedIn, I use for longer pieces. Um, I know 25-year-olds that do exactly the same. Mm. And I know 70-year-olds that do the same. Yeah. So, while it's not common in the older generation, it's not, you know, it's not unusual. Yeah. You know, and the same thing, I just, I know 25-year-olds who don't have a Facebook page. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, what would you like to see more of from young entrepreneurs in Africa, young startups in Africa? More realistic valuations and expectations. Yeah. Um, I'd like them to understand that it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Yeah. Do you think we're just like chasing that instant gratification? Correct. That instant success and we don't get it? I think attention deficit has set in and we've become the microwave generation. generation. Yeah. You know, KFC. You know, not knowing that you have to get the egg to hatch, that the, it becomes, you know, a chick, and then the chick grows to the chicken, and that's when you can then have the meal. But if you have the meal before making sure that they've mated to have another egg, yeah, you no longer have any food. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you understand what I'm uh, saying? Completely. Yeah. So. So what do you think are the sort of, you know, um, values or cultural norms that make a really good entrepreneur? Besides the patience, which is, you know, vision, me, yeah. clarity of thought, self-belief, ability to think through, and ability to persuade and convince others. Yeah. And have any startups convinced or persuaded you at Demo Africa? I've invested in three. Sure. And... What was the differentiation point? Well, one, the entrepreneur themselves, the market they were addressing, the financial model they were using, and the traction they've got. And what, what do you think um, most startups are getting wrong, other than the good things you've just mentioned? I don't know about most. Mm. Um, because I don't see most startups, so yeah. I really can't speak. <laughs> because there's a filtering uh, yeah. process before you even exactly. see. Exactly, yeah. so I, I'm privileged in the fact, you know, being president of the Africa Business Angels and a founder of the Lagos Angels, um, I have a whole vetting, pro, you know, I, and anybody that approaches me directly goes into that hopper. So by the time I see them, uh, are there two fundamental criteria that my filtering process is looking at? those that are investment worthy, mm. you know, so they're worthy of investment. That means the market they're attacking, you know, is big enough and is in growth. Um, the problem they're solving 
is a relevant problem to the customers for which they will pay mm. and for which they are so differentiated from the competitors that the customers will understand the differentiation. The team itself is viable enough to attack the problem. They have the expertise, the experience to understand their own personal limitations and attract the right capability to help solve the problem. They've designed the right kind of processes okay, to ensure that they can deliver on the promises they have made to the market. And the financials are in place, so the level of inflows and outflows are consistent with yielding a return over time and that they're getting traction over uh, a particular period which is leading to the growth of the operation on the entity as a whole. How important is um, profitability versus the impact that the, the startup is making? Um, They're both important. Yeah. Okay. If you're not profitable, you go out of business. It's just that simple. Okay. So it's nice and important okay, to have a beneficial impact on the society in which you're operating. But if you're doing that um, at a loss, then the trajectory is to go out of business. So you must be able to do both. It's not, e it's not either or, but and. Hmm. And how do you think um, we can try and foster an entrepreneurial culture that is focused on creating sustainable businesses? I think we're doing that already. Um, we already have a legacy of entrepreneurship anyway. Um, if you take my home country, Nigeria, just about everybody there is an entrepreneur, you know, to start with. Um, I think the sustainability aspect of it is born more of understanding what the parameters are. If you wound back 50 years ago, we didn't know that, for example, fossil fuel would, was causing us the kind of damage it's doing on the planet. Um, we didn't understand the limitations of the resources available to us. So as the knowledge increases, so will uh, it will continue to shape the kind of behavior that you see even within entrepreneurship. I don't think it's optional. If you had to give an entrepreneur one piece of advice to make them you know, more likely to succeed, what would it be? If I had to give one piece of advice to an entrepreneur in order to make them succeed, more likely to succeed. Believe in yourself. That's a very emotional answer. That's the truth. Yeah. And how, how, how important do you think emotions and psychology are? Well, well let, me, let me put it this way. Uh, I have a friend who's raised more money than anybody else I know on behalf of himself and his, his uh, ventures. And I asked him, I says, how do you do it? He says, well, when I start a new venture, and he's done quite a number of very successful ventures, he says, I say to myself, I'm looking for 500 no's before I quit. Yeah. Can I go through 500 no's with this idea? Rejection after rejection after rejection, day in, day out, getting rejection. Imagine a year of rejection and you're keeping going. Can I do that with this idea? If the answer is yes, then I start. So I asked him, I says, have you ever got to 500? He says, no, he's got to 228. And kept going. The 229th person invested in the idea. So can you get to 500 no's with your idea? If the answer is no, don't start it. Thank you so much. You're welcome.